Hey you guys, welcome back to Black Canvas. On today's episode, we have Miss Tangela. She's back. Hey! <laughs> and today, you guys, we're going to talk about creating our own happiness blueprint. And when I think of happiness in a blueprint, um, for any of you guys who know about building homes or being able to kind of kind of schedule things out and kind of look to see what is it that I need to actually build my own happiness. I think like what a lot of people, especially who struggle with mental illness or struggle with other factors, it's important to kind of know what it, it takes to actually create happiness in your life, but also to have a blueprint, which means like a foundation that I'm going to use to help to increase my well-being. So on today, we're going to talk about six ways that we can create our own happiness blueprint. And Ms. Sanchez is going to be assisting us, you guys, and giving her own perspective of things she's actually used for herself or maybe people she knows um, that have gone through these issues and, and finding happy ways to work through it. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's talk about number one. Number one, we're looking forward for tomorrow. So when we talk about looking forward for tomorrow, this means that we're developing um, an optimistic view about our lives. And for many of us, it may be easy for us to go to that pessimistic part of ourselves to just think um, automatic negative thoughts are another thing that a lot of us can go to because it makes us feel comfortable. But when we start to think of being optimistic and having a different viewpoint, we have to know what we're actually looking for in the day. And then when we start talking about tomorrow, then we can kind of understand how we actually live in our lives better. So we're going to kind of Get Tangela's perspective on that one. <laughs> yeah, my perspective on that optimistic view is I, I always call myself a realistic optimist. So I like to look at the world like as it is. It is. Like whatever happened, it is. And then how can I make it in a way that's going to be healthier or better coming, you know, going forward. And so I, I, I really agree with that. Looking forward tomorrow and saying, okay, so this is what I'm coming up against, but this is what I can do and the choices I can make to make it better. And I love that because it kind of goes to number two, which we have having the courage to face challenges. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard. When we talk about courage, I always go back to like Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Because it, it just reminds me of that, of the Cowardly Lion and just knowing how hard it is for us to develop courage, but just facing challenges. Because a lot of times we don't want to face the issues we have, and a lot of times we can easily deflect and we can make it about something that it isn't. So when I think of courage, I really think of perseverance as well, of right. what does it take for me to have that courage and perseverance, but to also face those challenges. What about you, Tangela? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's where real healing and power came in my life when I was looking at the challenges, when I was staring at the face of mental illness or staring at the face of, of trauma and going, okay, so this isn't easy, but I'm going to look at it. I'm going to see what it is. I'm going to play with it. I'm one of those people like, I need to look at it, think about it and mm-hmm. make sure. And like, I need to intimately know it because it's challenging me. So I need to figure out what it is. And that's a good point. Like when we talk about just the stigma even behind mental illness, right? So if you know someone or if you're struggling yourself with mental illness, you know how difficult it is for someone to judge you based on something that they don't have any information on and how it affects you. Because we all know with mental illness, um, it can have a lot of different factors or people can relate to it in different ways or have reactions that are different um, based on other medications or their economic status or just the environment they live in can definitely exacerbate situations. So I love that Tensha says that because having the courage to even admit, hey, I have a problem, mm-hmm. right? Anyone in addiction, just admitting you have a problem is a very difficult thing, but doing something about it can definitely be hard. Mm-hmm. 
All right, let's go to number three, accepting what you cannot change. <laughs> this kind of goes back to serenity prayer, right? Right. <laughs> and for some of you guys who listened to one of my earlier podcasts, we did the actual serenity prayer and kind of broke it down. But just accepting what you cannot change is really difficult because that means that I have to just admit that I'm not as strong at changing this that I thought I was. And that can be really difficult, especially if ego kind of plays a, a huge role in someone's life or pride. That, um, And when we think of pride and ego, they really go in tandem together. But just accepting, hey, you know what? I really can't change this. Now, how many guys who are in relationships? It's very similar, right? You get in a relationship with someone, you're like, man, if I could just change this about this person, they'll be perfect. Perfect. And you're like, uh, they really are not. <laughs> and if we listen, face it, we're not perfect, right? And we're going to make a lot of bad decisions um, or bad choices at times. But I always like to say when I say bad choices, that's the negative part of myself. And then I have to reframe that and say, I just made a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just something I chose to do or something mm-hmm. I chose not to do. What about you, Tangela, on that one? Yeah, I think that's definitely a really good part of accepting what I cannot change was really hard. That was that was a <laughs> difficult situation of saying, oh, I can't change that or I can't change this person. Um and I think that really, it honestly put me in a place where I actually realized where I was in control of that mm-hmm. and who I did have control over. And I knew I had control over myself. Um, and that, and it's honestly when things actually started changing because I changed my perspective of what I saw in the world. And that's a great point because it goes to point number four, which is managing what is in your control. Mm-hmm. I'm going to repeat that again. Managing what is in your control because we do have control of a lot of things. What's one thing, Tangela, you feel like you've been in control of? I can control my own health. You know, I may can't control the diagnosis, I can't, but I know that there's some things that I, I know I can control how much what I'm eating, how I'm eating, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm working out, how much I'm working out. And another thing I know I control is stress. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, to, I make sure I take my supplementation and make sure I'm working on my stress level because that is something that is within my control. I can contr- And I can control how I handle situations as they come. And that's a great point because that's one thing I struggled with for many years is my anger. And I know I'm a lot better today. I'm still a work in progress because I do get upset and frustrated about little things. And then I just have to really sit down and actually journal about it, um, do a daily inventory with someone who I can trust to talk about those issues, mm-hmm. but also realizing that it's a human emotion I'm going to feel. And that when I just start to accept that I'm going to get angry is how I harness or use the anger that makes the, the difference in my life. And then I can start to get to that place of acceptance. Um, but yeah, managing a lot of our emotions, our feelings, um, even our health is so important because our health definitely plays a huge role in just how we process things. All right. Number five, knowing your own personal strengths. So we kind of think about what activities that we actually excel at. Um, What's one that you excel at, Tangela? I am a great public speaker. (laughs) 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 I feel really comfortable in front of others. (laughs) I have to agree. (laughs) I love that. And it's true because, I mean, that's one thing. Social skills are so important. Mm -hmm. Being able to have confidence in in what you say. Um, When we talk about your inflection or your voice or intonation behind what you're saying, it's so important for us to not only be creative and to share, but also be honest. Um, I, I have a, my pet peeve is when someone tells, thinks they're telling me something that I want to hear. I'm just a very blunt person and I love for people to just tell me what they're feeling. Um, 
Tangela knows this. One thing I always say is, how you feeling? That's always my phrase to everyone. How are you feeling today? Or what's going on with you? Because I really do care. I really want to know. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's important when you ask someone how they're feeling, but also to check in with yourself to know how you're feeling. Because you may take on too much and you may not be able to actually manage um, that person's emotions Mm -hmm. if they're, let's say, having an outburst. It can definitely, for some people, if they're more like an empath, um, you can sometimes take on a lot of people's energy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and some days you're like you're so exhausted by the end of the day you're like man I, I know I was trying to help that person but did it really help them and did it really help myself mm-hmm. um, so when I think of activities you excel at just sometimes even trying new things mm-hmm. um, if you, any of you guys have been on YouTube before and saw the DIYs like do it yourself you know um, I think it's so important to learn new new things that maybe I've never tried or even asking for help from friends who do things well that maybe you want to try mm-hmm. um, it'd be really a great resource. And the last one, number six, it's important for us to choose to serve your community. Mm-hmm. Um, I love empowering people to do all types of service work. Um, I know Tangela, she's experienced that. Can you give us maybe an example of how you've helped others in the community, Tangela? Yeah. So a community is my biggest thing. I, I, I love the fact that people can look towards their community and get help. One thing that I really like doing is service with children and empowering them because I can, I can only imagine what they hear at home or the messages they don't have an opportunity to hear at home. And so one of my big things is pouring into the youth in the community and letting them know that they have somebody who's actually understanding what they're com- where they're coming from, but also someone who's just like, hey, like your problems aren't invalid because just because you're uh, five or 15, you know, your problems are still worthy and we're worthy to discuss. And that's a great point. And like for me, I loved when I was younger, my mom would always take us to like soup kitchens and we would actually work at homeless shelters. And that was such a great moment for me to be able to volunteer. And at our church, when I was younger, we would do a lot of volunteer work um, for some of you are um, people that ever heard of VBS, um, Vacation Bible School. (laughs) We had to do a lot of that type of work. And my mom was just like, you never know where you're going to end up. And it was just such a great moment for the, the tools and things you're taught from a young age that you don't depart from a lot of those things and that's a great moment to know that you can see someone who needs help but also know it helps you too because it just shows you where you've come from but also shows you where you're going in your future that it's important for us to serve ourselves of course but also to serve the community because the community needs us especially in this time in 2020 Mm -hmm. with so many changes that are happening in our lives just social changes economic changes just a lot of things where we're going to really have to support each other so I'm just so grateful that people like Tangent in my life because she's such a great person, but she knows how to create happiness in her own life. And hopefully these six tips will help you guys to create some type of happiness blueprint in your life. Thank you so much, Tangela. <laughs> All right, you guys, and let's remember to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas.